Dimension 4 here on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Coming to you through the internet and your ears. Coming in, coming to you live from your ear holes, <laughs> in, in, in through your ear holes and out through your eye holes. That's right. Uh, and, and, and streaming live on, on Twitch and YouTube, assuming that I hit the right button. Uh, this is Intermental <laughs> RSS. I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode, an episode that we were so prepared for that we we said maybe not not a half hour ago, hey, shouldn't we record an episode? Yeah. And, and, yeah, and why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? We're we're such uh, stalwart professionals that we we're here when you need us, and and that is right now. That is right this second. <laughs> and we're here when you don't need us. <laughs> Either way, we're here, uh, and we're and we're making some some content for you guys. Yeah. Uh, thank thank you so much to everybody that uh, continues to hang out, continues to download these episodes. Uh, during this long, long season break, uh, November November is going to be here before you know it, guys. Lickety, it's, lickety it's splits, and any time now. Uh, if you if you want to hang out with us, if you want to if you want to follow along on our journeys uh, between now and season four, uh, you can follow us online at Twitter um, at Rick and Morty Pod, uh, on Reddit Rick and Morty Podcast uh, Instagram Rick and Morty Podcast, all one word. Don't break it up. I don't. I don't think you can. Don't, don't break it's, it up. It's don't Instagram. Don't don't be uh, don't be the Yoko of that link. <laughs> uh, you can get all of our episodes at rickandmortypodcast.com, facebook.com slash rickandmortypodcast, and of course you can send us emails at rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you to those that continue to support us over at patreon.com slash rickandmortypod, and uh, yeah, you know t- Twitter, uh, not Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, links are not in these show notes. They're in the other show notes. I don't. I don't understand <laughs> why I haven't. Uh, I'll, I'll. I'll find those later. We'll stay to the end of the show to get those links. Exactly. Uh, how you doing, Brandon? Uh, how, how 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 goes things? I'm 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 doing I'm doing well. Uh, I'm looking I'm looking heavily forward heavily forward towards November. We know something's gonna happen, um, and you know just kind of. Biding our time here, biting, not biting. We could do that too, uh, but I've ruined plenty of watches. Big old bite out of time, <laughs> just like McGruff the cr- the time <laughs> dog. <laughs> uh, do you remember the address to uh, send uh, McGruff uh, <laughs> like a message? No, no. Is that that was a thing? I, I just remember that you could. Uh, send a message to scruff the smaller crime dog at <laughs> scruff mcgruff chicago illinois 60652 uh that's i don't know I, I think that's all you needed to send maybe it just went to the city of chicago and then they found like like every like McGruff. every home it went to every single home in chicago and like they just they just multiply, they're just getting spammed <laughs> with like crime questions in chicago <laughs> Uh, I'm, but I'm, if, if that's your zip code, uh, I will never forget it because of a, a 90s commercial. So, crime. Thanks, McGruff. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we, we do have some things to discuss, and that is that is why we, we made a podcast. And so let's not let's not delay any any more than we have to. Let's get right into it in our first segment called Semi Pertinent News. Yeah, what can happen out? Semi Pertinent News. Semi Pertinent News. Buckle, wackle, wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. Oh, loving it. Yeah. Brandon is Brandon is feeling those vibes tonight. Oh. He's 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 feeling those Ooh. festival vibes. He's feeling like he's feeling like a, 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 being in a crowded parking lot on a hot <laughs> LA night. Yeah. You know, with a bunch of bunch of e? uh, legalized <laughs> marijuana in the air and just it's it's he feels like he's at a festival, at an adult swim festival. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I know, I know, I know what you're saying, man. I like, I can feel the colors. I can feel the <laughs> death clock. I can feel all the bands that I'm too old to really know or be familiar with. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, looking at. Well, well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, what Travis is uh, uh, obviously referencing is that yes. Ladies and gents, Unity Adult Swim Fest is happening again this year. Uh, the, the sequel, I guess you could say, the second annual, yeah. the squeakquel, even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that? Was that the Chipmunks? I, I think that's Chipmunks. <laughs> I think that's a Chipmunks movie. But yes, uh, Adult Swim Festival. It is. It is this year, uh, November fifteenth and sixteenth. Just two days. That's right. Uh, Travis and I, we we went last year. It just happened to be I was there for a wedding. Uh, Travis flew down. He crashed. It just happens wedding. to be that I crashed that wedding. <laughs> you know, no big deal. Uh, the bride said he was invited, so it, it was it wasn't really a crashing. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, I did not RSVP. Let's let's be honest. I did not. That, that that's that's true. That's true. Uh, but we 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 did go to a Adult Swim Festival. We went on uh, just one day. And uh, it was it was really it was cool. Uh, we did a whole podcast about it about our experiences. Uh, so please reference that, and we won't talk about that anymore. anymore. No, I'm joking. Uh, am I joking? I don't know if I'm joking. Uh, but it was it was it was exciting. It was fun and exciting. Uh, but you know, this year I think they're ta- uh, they're trimming it back a little bit. I, I don't think they're they're trying to go. They have like a third of the bands that they had last year. I think. Um, and I think they might be going more towards uh, or moving away from a festival vibe and going more towards what I hear uh, more of a, an adult swim convention esque vibe. Okay. Yeah, no, I could, I could feel that. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, that's not to say that there weren't a lot of activities and things to do at, at the first adult swim fest. They had the, the meat wad dome. <laughs> they had the uh, loosely uh, oh, dream, dream core uh like vr experience or whatever that was called and uh you got to ride a mechanical hot dog (laughs) Um, i got i got i got adult swim sunscreen from that that event that's right yeah Yeah. it's branded branded merch (laughs) um uh, but yeah so uh, but there are a lot of bands and even in in the first festival there was a lot of like adult swim like personalities like on stage uh, for certain things, but um, so so let's go over a little bit of of the headliners for this year's Adult Swim Festival. Uh, you got Death Clock, Jamie XX, or maybe that's Jamie Twenty. I don't know. Uh, again, too old to know all of these people. You got Vince Staples, Young Thug, and the Eric Andre Show live, uh, and then Captain Murphy. So those are those are the those are the artists in big blue text at the top. Uh, and then you also have, uh, Oh, Tierra, Tiara, T I E Tierra. Whack. You don't know, you don't know any of these people. Uh, Lil, Lil Nas X, ghetto boys, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, Tim Hecker and the Kiono ensemble. That's just, I just got to give them props on the name. That's, 
Yeah, that's that, pretty that's legit. Sa- it sounds it sounds very big bandish. Uh, uh, stop me when you've heard one of these. Uh, okay. Are you familiar with any of these artists? Yeah, Death Clock. Oh, okay. N- not fair. Okay, I even I've heard of Death Clock. <laughs> <laughs> if if you wanted me to stop you, you should have told me before you started because I would have stopped you. I read the first one. You're like Travis. You're done. <laughs> stop it. Um, yeah, you know, uh, there, there's a couple comedians on here. Jenna Friedman, for instance. Um, but you know, just looking at just looking at this list, it's very apparent again that it, they're they're kind of taking a step back from doing a, a massive festival and 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 trimming it down. Like they have a, a discussion with uh, oh man, I I apologize to Samurai Jack fans all over the place. Jendi Tartaski, Tart. Tartakovsky, uh, Tartakovsky. Yes, uh, there a discussion with him. Uh, the Robot Chicken Intergalactic Power Summit, Squidbillies, Ten Man Bunkhouse Stampede, and of course, what we're actually here to talk about this pew, pew, pew. this exclusive Rick and Morty season four screening, and, and and that this that's what really makes this. I don't know. It's not even semi. Like it's act. Uh, this is well. This is. I mean, it's, it's semi pertinent. I mean, anything Adult Swim technically we could, we could roll in semi pertinent oh, if we wanted. Fair but um, obviously, last year the big draw for us at the Adult Swim Festival was the live scoring of an episode of Rick and Morty, as well as additional live performances with uh, Chaos Chaos and uh, who else was there. Um, uh, uh, other other people that the, the, I, dude, I the dude who does the mom for Bob's Burgers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, he did he did the the Terry Flaps song. That's right, yeah. Um, uh, and of course, why can't I? I'm I'm blanking Ryan on Elder? his name. Yeah, Ryan Elder. Yeah, uh, I kept wanting to say Ridley. Uh, I'm and I'm I'm not even drinking. Uh, but Ryan Elder, pr- best friend of the podcast. Um, check out his. Uh, Survivor podcast if, if you're into Survivor uh, but that was that was an awesome event and uh, yeah I, I think it's this it's a cool opportunity if you're in LA to go see an episode of season four early I I am let's do a little bit of like theory crafting and, and, do and speculation here because the 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 verbiage is very specific in this poster in this announcement it says exclusive Rick and Morty season four screening. It does not say like season four premiere screening. Right. So, you know, let's, let's hash it out here. We know November is season four's announced premiere. This, this weekend is the 15th and 16th. Is this going to be the premiere? Is this going to happen before the start of season four? Or is this like, you're going to get to see episode three a week early, or you're going to see episode four, two oh, weeks early, yeah. or, you know, like um, it's not specific to like getting to see the start of season four early. Uh, and, and I'm a little hopeful that that is the case, but you're, you're like, you don't necessarily agree. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, well, no, I, we, we don't know. We don't know for sure. We'll throw that out there. We're, we're not we're not official. It's in the title, um, yeah. so we don't have any information that you are not privy to Unity. But what I I will say that it's it's on the fifteenth and sixteenth. Sixteenth is a Saturday, Sunday, the very next day. Usually when Rick and Morty is on. So here's 
there's three things that can happen. Three different three things. I'm courses, break them down for you. Courses of action, as they call them. One, they do the premiere at the beginning of November, and this is uh, an like a they they show an episode wherever in season four that nobody else has seen yet. That's one. Two, they show the premiere here at the festival, and then Sunday, they actually premiere to everybody else. So it is exclusive because they showed it to for the, all of like twenty four hours. Yeah, a exclusives exclusive. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. Uh, I get those exclusives where we can get them. <laughs> um, and then and then third is uh, that they still do a. a the, the premiere or another episode of season four there exclusively, but they don't release it until the end of November. Uh, Melsh82 says the common opinion on the web is it's not the premiere. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Melsh82. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I really, Chelsea? I, I'm really, <laughs> I, I don't, does, does your, does your wife have a secret Twitch handle that we don't know about? Well, well uh, there's something, there's something fishy about. It. Who something are you, Mel Shady? Too? No, you don't need to. You, you don't, don't need to dox them or anything. Uh, but yeah, like <laughs> I, I really, I really, I think if it was the premiere episode, then Adult Swim would push that even harder, and they'd be like, "See it first. See, see the premiere before anyone else does. Come see the the season four premiere, like advanced screening, and because." None of like that word premiere, I think, is really is really big for me. I feel like they would throw that down a little bit more if that was the case. But otherwise, like I don't I get like they got to throw something Rick and Morty in to this event because it's such a huge show on Adult Swim. But I I don't I don't think I don't think what they're doing this year for Rick and Morty fans anyway yeah, is quite up to the level of what we got last year. That's uh, just just me. Just just, just your personal opinion. Well, you know, it, it does say in the poster, plus Adult Swim experiences, including talent appearances, meet and greets, panels, panels, panels. Yep. Yeah. Uh, again, call us up, Adult Swim. We'll do a panel. We'll do we'll do a panel. We'll, we'll, we'll fly us out. We'll be there. Uh, we'll go both days. We'll do two panels. Ooh. Try us. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, Mel Shady too. Uh, who's who's not Chelsea, my wife. Uh, okay. <laughs> they say Thanksgiving special. Oh, I mean, there. That's a thought. Thanksgiving is in the month of November. I've heard. Uh, every time, every November that I've experienced has been when Thanksgiving was. So yeah, uh, it could be. Yeah, I'd love to see a Thanksgiving episode. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> um. Well, yeah, we're. I, I mean, I'm excited for this event. The the coverage on Adult Swim and uh, on AdultSwim.com was was pretty outstanding. Actually, you could you could still see a lot of what happened at last year's Adult Swim Fest uh, from the comfort of your own home on uh, on your couch, watching on a laptop or whatever. So uh, don't don't be dismayed if, if if you can't make it out to L.A. this November. But if you are in L.A. Uh, if you are going, definitely bring let us, us know. Out. Let us oh, let us know what you're excited about. <laughs> what you say, Brandon? Bring us out. Uh, uh, good old good old Linkler, who we met at uh, at last year's 
yeah. uh, Adult Swim Fest and, and hung out with us a little bit. Rick and Morty super fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's already said that he will be he will be out there again for this one. So um, right on. He can maybe he can be our official correspondent. Oh, I'm just I'm just pitching that right now, oh, like shoot. without discussing it. But uh, hit us hit us up, bro. Maybe maybe we can uh, work <laughs> something out. Uh jeez, uh, that Travis. God, you know that is that is a that is a damn good, solid, quick thinking idea. Cheers to you. I forgot my mug, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so so there's there's that. If you have any thoughts on on Adult Swim Fest, be sure to let us. No, near, near, near. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's that's about it for semi-pertinent news. We still have one thing that we always like to cover uh, in the semi-perts, and that, of course, is the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. I should I should have done it in like the in in the style of one of these artists at Adult Swim Fest, like. I could have been like, nope, I don't know any of these. Sorry, uh, I can't, death, I death can't clock. copy their style. You know Death Clock. Damn it, we're still... <laughs> hey, remember when Summer we waited in line? Do you remember when we waited in line for like over an hour to go on the meatwad dome ride oh yeah and it had nothing uh, to do with and then as soon as we got in there a metal band started on the second stage <laughs> and it completely washed out all the audio in the meatwad dome i know and we just got <laughs> it was great it was great and it had nothing to do with aqua teen hunger force and not at all oh um no check it out make sure you get there this november yeah it's 15, fun 16. it's fun yeah, it's good, a good experience. Uh, all right, so Dan Harmon's social media minute. As you know, Dan Harmon is not on Twitter anymore. He is, of course, on Instagram, and he is still bringing the hits, bringing that fire over on Instagram with his series of improvised uh, audio clips, his, his songs that he does while driving in his car. And we featured a few of these on other social media minutes, but... This week, we got an exclusive sneak peek. We got a little behind-the-scenes making-of post. Uh, This post went up on uh, two days ago, so that would have been the 23rd. And there are several takes um, of Dan just driving in his car and improvising some songs. So let's go ahead and play a little bit of that uh, for the listeners right now. All right. And he's out. At O'Grady's pub, they pulled his pants and his shirt down and gave him a back rub. Oh, those rogue masseuses are on the strip tonight. Oh, don't let your towels and your oils and your tables out of sight. The, the beauty, the beauty of these posts is he uh, he does overlays on the screen where he's adding notes and, and almost commentary on his own on his own musical bits as he's coming together with stuff, uh, which which really adds to the enjoyment of this post as he as he self critiques his 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 improv and uh, his stylings and uh, makes little notes about things like scratchy microphones and. Um, just just going with it when when he comes up with an idea. So yeah, yeah, uh, great post. 
a top-notch Dan Harmon. Uh, <laughs> everybody go check that out if you're on Instagram. And while you're there, make sure to follow us at uh, Rick and Morty Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, while, you, while you're at it. And you will see me periodically remember to post all of our uh, no-context Rick and Morty screenshots to show you and emphasize the beauty of the show and all uh, the creators. Uh, a slight slight editor's note. I, I realize there have been times in the past where I've gone to like get engaged with that Instagram account. And, and it's the one social media account that I don't have like uh. the shared account for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm always like, oh, I'll remind Brandon about that later. And then sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Okay. Uh, well, so maybe I'll, we'll work that out. I'll uh, do it off, I'll, off screen. I'll do it while we're talking about our very next subject. It's something we call the main thing, which you're not going to do music for. It's going to be me. Am I in? No, that's wrong. <laughs> wrong spelling. Am I in? I can't spell. That's min. Minimum spelling. Main thing. It's the man thing. The patriarchy. It's, <laughs> it's the man min thing. Everybody. <laughs> ah, gosh. Uh, well, uh, for Stupid. those of you that are hanging out with us, uh, well, I guess we should actually introduce this. We should actually record uh, this for the podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So... We featured um, Allison's work in a semi-pertinent news uh, uh, right after MegaCon, right after you um, were out at MegaCon in Mm -hmm. Orlando. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, she is, uh, Allison Chase is the person responsible for that really awesome uh, snowball cosplay that uh, was out at MegaCon. And uh, you reached out to her about uh doing an interview how 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 did that all sort of come about brandon yeah 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 well uh so mentioned it mentioned a little bit before well it, it's it, it, it it's we're good to repeat it a little bit after after megacon uh i was in the reddit the subreddit and uh somebody posted the video of her cosplay and I was like oh man i was there i was there that day why didn't i see it um and Either Sunday or the Monday, she actually posted on our Facebook page, like, hey, check this out. Thought it was really, really cool. Immediately uh, said, that was cool, <laughs> because I thought it was cool, and said, hey, how about, uh, would, would you be interested in coming on the show sometime and us being able to ask you some questions about how you built it and 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 what have you? And she said, Sure. Um, it was text. I think that's what her tone was. The the inflection was implied. Uh, yeah. So so then you you worked it out. You actually did this interview while I was on vacation. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, and and so I I, uh, I, we, I told her Travis doesn't want to talk to you. It's just going to be me. Too busy driving, and <laughs> yelling at kids to 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 be here for this interview. Because uh, that's that's how I wrote. That's why he doesn't do vac- That's why he doesn't do conventions because he hates kids. Hey. I will pull this car right around. <laughs> we will go back to Washington D.C. Um, but yeah, so so here it is for you now. Uh, here is the interview that Brandon did uh, with cosplay extraordinaire Allison Chase. And I apologize because I suck at interviewing. Let's go. <laughs> 
So, uh, Allison, you and I, we we crossed paths, although not directly, uh, at MegaCon Orlando the few weeks back, and uh, I'm I'm really not upset per se, but I'm upset that I didn't actually get to see your fantastic uh, snowball cosplay. Uh, wandering around the convention floor um and it uh i'll have it out a video so so folks can can see it if they haven't yet but I, you know i wanted to, i wanted to ask you about that and uh really you know what what was the main motivator for you to pick this particular mech suit snowball kind of goes back to last year actually because i didn't know what i wanted to do last year i was just thinking of Things that I really like. I'm always kind of trying to keep a list going in my head of things I might want to do for Halloween. Uh, because before last year, I, I never cosplayed hardcore, really. I just, I did Negan from The Walking Dead. I did Dr. Horrible one time. And last year, I was like, I want to do something really cool. I want to stand out. And so it was kind of between the power loader and snowball. But as I was, because those are just two really cool characters that I thought it'd be easy to make because I can't sew <laughs> and I can only do prop work. So all of my costumes are limited to things that are not cloth, essentially. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah. So last year I ended up going with the power loader just because the longer I thought about Snowball, the more compl- complicated it got. And I was down to only six weeks. So I went for the thing that I thought I could get done. So Snowball actually started the second that MegaCon last year stopped. Oh, dang. As soon as I was done, well, I didn't start on it, but as soon as MegaCon last year was done, I was like, this is awesome. I love doing the cosplay contest. This went really well. I got to do something even cooler next year. I want to start on Snowball. So I started thinking about it and then gave myself a break until about January. But since I knew that I wanted to do Snowball, I had a better idea of how long it was going to take me. So I knew when I was, when I should have, basically I just had a better idea of when I should have started. So I started around January, February, because I I had a pretty good idea of how long it was going to take me. And so far my guesses have been pretty correct. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Kind of real kind of, uh, real accuracy a real kind of second uh second skill to to estimate how, when things are gonna be done uh I, I that does not mean that at any point i wasn't panicking the whole time saying why god did i let it go this <laughs> why didn't i start even earlier but i don't think there's a cosplayer out there that doesn't end up with a time crunch at some point just because feel like when cosplayers come into a large amount of time they just add more stuff that they want to do their cosplay and then immediately end up rushing anyway right 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 right. uh yeah I, that i find not that i have done anything nearly as amazing as that uh but that if i have extra time on my slate i'm like well all right let's see let's see what else i can put on top of this or uh just wait an extra extra couple of weeks to get started on on things I'm very much a panic rusher. It was the same last year too. The whole time I was like, this is going to fail. It's not going to get done. It's going to be crap. And I was thinking this is crap up until like the week of when the paint job was done. And it was the same with snowball. Like the whole time I'm like, this is 
crap. This is going to be a piece of crap. This sucks. I hate it. It's going to look terrible. It's going to be a joke. I should just give up now. And then when I got the needle felted head done, I was like, okay, maybe it won't be completely crap. Maybe it'll be okay. And then again, until the, like the day before con, when it was done, I was like, okay, I think, I think we just, just made it in (laughs) on the deadline. Yeah, it's like really, really skirted that timeline. I'm I'm lo- I'm looking at it now, and and it's crazy to me that that up until you know the last day, last couple hours, probably even as you're you're getting ready to to get it to the convention center, that you're like, hmm, nah, I still don't know if this is if this is it, right? Yeah, yeah. It was specifically the thing I was working on at the end was getting the head to turn because I'm not a puppeteer and I just kind of made up that idea thinking this will probably work. (laughs) So I'd never really tested it. I had tested out the hands in a couple of way and ended up scrapping those and starting over. But the head, I was like, this will probably work. And then there were a couple of times where I was like, well, it's not going to, and I should just give up because the first helmet had about twice as little circle bits i don't i don't really think they have a name but on the helmet there's these circles yeah yeah looking at them and they were twice as thick and they were hitting the rest of the torso and preventing because the hat's just on there and so the head wouldn't turn because it would hit and the helmet would come off and it would and i was like well there's nothing i can do it should just be stagnant my aunt was like why don't you just cut it down so those are thinner i was like (laughs) Had so much more work to add on the day before. <laughs> <laughs> like, why but I'm glad that she convinced me to do that. Right. You you, you mentioned that you're you're not a puppeteer, but uh, I, it's interesting. Uh, uh, the video that I saw uh, with the head actually moving from side to side. Uh, you're you're in you're in your black uh, all black suit. You know, carrying the the mech, mech uh-huh. suit. Um, in and, and how do you how did you turn the head like you you lean your body a certain way is that no no it's connected to my head which in my head seemed really simple <laughs> I was like oh I'll just have some wires and it'll connect to like a headband and then when I move it'll move and that was the thing that gave me the most trouble because you can't when you're working with fishing line or puppeteering you can't have slack or give in anything or it's not going to work. And that was a mistake I learned with the hands when I was first attaching to the, them to the glove because right. the fabric pulled a little on the glove and it was enough that it was really messing it up the effect. And my original idea with the headpiece was all just sew a band of elastic around my head and then attach that to the fishing line but elastic when you attach a fishing line to it and then you pull on the fishing line moves the elastic all around my head right so that was an immediate fail plus it was cutting into my ears a lot so i thought i'll buy some dental headgear because that'll stay on my head and then so i ordered amazon prime like super fast shipping and it showed up and then the thing i bought was so cheap and flimsy that it moved too much and it was i needed something really secure on my head to act as an anchor to move the fishing line and it was looking like that was going to be impossible so at the very last minute i decided that i would sacrifice 
the thickest, nicest headband I had, which was my Ravenclaw headband from Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Uh, Universal, the ones they sell at Universal. Yeah, yeah. And I attached that underneath in combination with the elastic around. So it kind of had uh, cross sections. Hmm. So I had it going around horizontally with the elastic and vertically with the very stiff headband. And then I sewed the crosshairs back and forth so that they were really tight. And then I attached the fishing line there. And that did work. <laughs> and uh, all these trials and tribulations. And you, you, you like finally get it. Yeah. Get it. And I was like, okay, it's still not perfect just because I have ears that always have kind of stuck out a little bit. And so if I don't wear it exactly right, sometimes the fishing line will cut into my ear a little bit, which is fine for the first like 10 minutes, but (laughs) you can't do that for a full day. It gets really uncomfortable. And, and I think that was such an important piece because I, I don't know if it would be nearly as cool looking if the head didn't move the way it did. So I'm really glad that I didn't just give up the eight times that I tried to give up. <laughs> well, you know, you know, they, they say eight, eight times is a charm. They've, they've always said that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thank God for Amazon prime. Yes. Ah, thank goodness for that. Yeah. I, I will say that uh, to, for, for your benefit, it, it looks awesome as it is, but that the, the head movement really does add that just extra little, little, uh, uh, verisimilitude to the snowball costume. Uh, you, you mentioned just a, a minute ago about your, your handler and, and that's, that's kind of been one of my questions as far as, as you know, these, these larger pieces of cosplay, uh, especially for, I, I've been to, I've been to San Diego a few times for mm-hmm. that comic con. And I had, I have no idea how people walk through that thing. Uh, this was, uh, just as packed as, as some of the San Diego times. And so I have to, I have to ask, uh, how, how is, what is that experience like? Like just traversing the, the show floor. I do my best not to be a dick and <laughs> I try to avoid the more narrow areas. Um, sometimes you can't really avoid it because there are just cross sections where you just can't get from one big area to another big area without going through this little area area first so it's just about doing your best people are generally respectful i haven't had anyone really knock into my costume too bad um i i I imagine that the the, i mean this this one you know you, you you lose a lot of vision with, with the mask on. I have, I imagine the power loader was, was far easier to kind of take active role in the, the handling business where you can be like, excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Get out of the way. Uh, whereas, whereas this one, you know, if you say, excuse me, they're like, who said that? Who said that? I don't know who said that. Somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> the power loader just kind of made its own space. It was kind <laughs> of hard to miss. That's why it was in safety yellow. That's right. <laughs> That's why the safety light was on. That's right. Aliens. It's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so, but visibility for both was limited because I couldn't turn around much. With the power loader, it was a balance issue. Like I could mm. only turn so high or I'd throw off that big pack. So I could never, ever see behind me. And this with Snowball, I could never, ever see behind me. 
And it was really hard to see. It w- the mask itself was not too hard to see out of because it's one of those costumes specifically made so you can see. Right. It was more the torso had a lot of blind spots and blocked a lot of my view, especially where I was stepping. Yeah. Like like the the, sh- the shoulders, for one, on either side mm-hmm. of your head. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, you you can't – so – your feet are they was it like almost like a slipper that you you put your feet, foot into the the mech feet because then you have like you have width on this uh on the outward side of your your feet then yeah that you have to kind of pay attention to kind of um they're just like really big shoes but they're all on the outside of my feet um it's kind of based off of the velociraptor costumes have you ever seen people walk around in those cool velociraptor costumes yeah 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 Yeah, well to get the velociraptor legs to bend backwards they have to have the regular black legs and the feet kind of go on the outside of your feet and the way that i made mine was it was originally going to be 3d printed but i don't know how to do that and i didn't have time to learn so i took a piece of like balsa wood and I cut out the pattern of my foot and I drilled into it to put holes for the straps Um, and the straps I just bought off Amazon. I made a heel grip out of thermoplastic, which is just those little beads that you melt and then you shape them. And then I put that on the heel grip and then I dug in as much into the foam foot as I could to kind of, to make a toe, toe hold. Yeah. And that worked pretty well, but I didn't want to break the wood. So on t- on the bottom of the wood, I got some rubber shoe soling, like um, from Amazon that you use to fix crappy shoes that have lost their tread. <laughs> and I put that all on the bottom of it. And it worked pretty well, but it did add a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> and the weight was mostly kind of on the outside of the foot rather than being evenly distributed. So it was a little awkward, but I just took my big work shoes, my big black steel toed work (laughs) shoes, and those have a pretty steady. Those are pretty, those are really good for big giant costumes I found are my work shoes. Got it. Got it. Uh, Here's here's a question for you. Uh, Did you walk all the way from the parking lot? to the no god no <laughs> okay all right i just i i you know i'm i barely uh could walk from my car to the bus so i was like oh god i hope hope that's not the case um no no so the first day we actually put i dropped as much of it off in the loading zone as i could but the first day we found out that if you park in the parking lot first you can't drop off at the entrance to where you go get the tickets they wouldn't let me drive over there no so i went as close as i could and then our rickshaw driver was like i can fit that in this tiny rickshaw you guys just have to like (laughs) kind of sit on the side and just kind of like hang off and so we did that and very cautiously rickshawed all five of these pieces Uh, but the other days we kind of had a better sense and went to the loading zones and it off there. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, so uh, the the suit is. We've been talking about it. Uh, all all the different methods you you've uh, done to build it. What was 
in your mind the the biggest challenge or maybe like the 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 one piece uh was it the the head or that that was most difficult mm, nope it was the hands the hands all right the, yep it was the hands those first hands. of all i made them too big but i didn't realize that until the very end um <laughs> so uh the hands and i guess also the voice changer which i ended up not using at all because i couldn't figure out how to work it <laughs> we are not i we are not i them. yeah i i bought one as a backup and i ended up using that but um i've never worked with arduino before and it was really complicated when you're, it's basically like trying to learn algebra when you haven't learned how to add or subtract yet. Oh God. So basically. So I'm hoping that if I go a little slower and really start with some intro to Arduino stuff that I can have the voice changer done by DragonCon. Oh, cool. Yeah, you're heading up there, huh? Maybe. Hopefully. I don't know. My handler's back in LA, so we'll see. <laughs> Um, well, are, uh, are you going to try to make Tampa Bay Comic-Con? I don't know either. Um, the thing about my cosplays is that I don't actually have a van. I have a Ford Focus (laughs) and I really wanted this year to make something that would fit my Ford Focus and absolutely failed (laughs) at doing that. Well, you you could always, uh, you know, just get some, some tie straps and then strap it to your roof of your car like a deer. And then <laughs> I, that would, that sounds terrible. I would, I can't even keep it in a non air conditioned car, honestly. So like a trailer or anything. And I don't know how to drive a trailer. Once I get there, if I don't have anyone to help me put it on, it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Next year. I swear, I swore this year. I was like, I'm going to make something this year that I can get in and out of without help. And I failed. And last year I was supposed to make the power loader so I could get in and out of it without help. And it just got out of control. But next year, next year, I swear, it's going to be the year <laughs> that I make something that I can carry on my own. All right. All right. That's a loft, lofty goal. You, you can do it. You, you can do it. You, you, have any, you have any ideas so far? I, I don't want to spoil anything. but Yeah, I know. I'm going to cat butt bus next year. Again, I've already started planning in my head the second Megacon was over. And I was like, okay, I can't wait till I can start on Cat Bus. And it's already like doubled the workload in my head from when my, I was first planning it. <laughs> but I swear this year I'm going to make it so that I can like, I'm going to design it so it can be deconstructed in a, in a way that I can carry. Hopefully. I don't know. Maybe not. If Cat Bus doesn't get broken down, at least it's not. I'm going to have to get like a semi truck or something. Jeez. Um, well, good. As, as, as many lucks as I can offer you for your interpretation of cat bus. Uh, and you might, you might need an actual trailer for it. If that's the case. If it's just a bus, maybe I'll just make it like automotive and I can just drive it from my house. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, you know how they have like the, the Pikachu that's a Volkswagen beetle nowadays. You know, you just make kind, it kind of, yeah. I'll just make an actual bus. <laughs> they, I'll just start now and make an actual bus <laughs> so I can drive around con. Heck yeah. And not even like buy tickets, just drive around the outskirts of the con. Yeah. Give people rides. Like that'll be the rickshaw that takes people in Ooh. from their parking spot. You know, that's, that's, that's not a bad idea. Oh, you know, you. I'm not going to do that because I want to go inside and not be out in heat, and I don't want to spend the money to make cat butts air conditioned. So, 
uh yeah well you can you can maybe if you just like invest in just like those 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 little fans with a spring the the spray bottles attached to them no i'm not made for florida heat i need the full it needs to be like 70 degrees (laughs) (laughs) um but back to the hands because i got sidetracked um i that was my fault (laughs) no that was my fault um i do that a lot it's part of the add um yeah, the hands were so much harder than all of the YouTube videos that I saw <laughs> made it look out to be. It was it was rough. I, I had one friend from last year who did the Liberty Bell cosplay. And he sent me some photos on kind of how he did their robot hand, which was another oversized hand. But it was a completely different kind of hand to what I needed. So it, it took a lot of adjustments and I started out with dowel rods for the majority of the fingers. Okay. And I cut the wood in a way that made them not very clean looking, which I didn't think mattered until I put them together at the joints and the joints had way too much room in between. So when I clenched my fist, the fingers were going all wonky and like crisscrossing each other. It was kind of a mess. Uh, yeah. I also had, there were just so many problems. Like I put <laughs> elastic in a really, in a way that was just messy. And I was trying to use foam joints on the outside of it. It was just, it was messy and it wasn't bending correctly. And I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it's but it's, it goes it's back adventure, to what adventure I was, of learning, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's the adventure of learning, and it was at one point I was like, "Do I have time to start over? Is it worth it? Am I going to have time? Am I going to be able to do this?" And the, and, then and, I was like, "You know what? It doesn't really matter because it looks like shit. I'm not taking something that looks like crap to the convention, so I just will make it better." And that was a good idea because what I came up with afterwards did need to be scrapped a little bit again, because Mm -hmm. once I, once I did it again, the measurements were off because I was using balsa wood instead of the dowel rods and the measurements were a little off and they were super long. The fingers were so long and dumb looking. So I had to go back and recut quite a lot of the fingers and then redo it. Gosh. Uh, I, so, and the, the, the glove that I used, I had to go buy a different glove because the one I had was too loose. And it goes back to what I was saying with the head, you shouldn't have any give. There should be no pull or give between you and the fishing line. So what I did to get rid of that was I put metal symbols at the end of each finger and I got a smaller glove that was, you know, tighter on my fingers. Mm-hmm. My pinky still didn't quite reach the end of it, but that was okay. And then around on the outside, I super glued metal key rings so that when I tugged at it, it stayed at one spot. It stayed in one spot. There was no pull on the fabric. Nice, nice. And that's how I solved that. They're still not perfect in my opinion, but they did pretty good. The thumb needs stronger elastic on the outside both thumbs do need stronger elastic those are things that i can fix 
Well, are you uh, on the on the subject of of fixing or or refining? Are do you do you plan on doing some of these these things that you you've learned so far, or or that you acknowledge that you can make better? Are you going to go back and and do some of that stuff? Yes and no, because once I finish a cosplay, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Good I'm with enough. You. It's good enough. People liked it. It's good enough. Some things that I would like to change really needed to be changed from the get-go. So what I'm doing is I'm posting, I did this for last year with the power loader and I'm doing it again this year, but there's a site called instructables.com, which is awesome. If you're a maker or a DIY enthusiast, because I'm going to put a step-by-step guide on how to build snowball with pictures starting from the the whole thing and in that i will say here's all the parts that suck make it better (laughs) so (laughs) what i would like to do is have somebody else just make it from scratch and do it better and then i can see how cool it looks when it's done without any of the problems that i made and then i'll be like awesome good enough and i didn't have to do it yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just throw it out there like, wow. Yeah. Oh, that was, a, that's a good idea. Oh, I should have thought about that. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm really big on the idea of everyone. Some people get possessive over characters they cosplay, but that's stupid. I think everyone should be sharing as much and trying to do the same characters and do them in their own ways. And then we all come together and say, hey, we cosplayed the same thing. And it doesn't have to be like a competition. Yeah. If people have said, hey, are you coming to this con? Are you coming to this con? Are you coming to this con? No, no, I'm not. (laughs) I can't get any of my stuff over to California or New York or any of these places. So if you want to see this cosplay, you should definitely build it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And then people can go take pictures with you. Yeah. Because I'm not going to make it. So if somebody else wants to make this cosplay, but do it better, that would be awesome. That'd be great. Heck, heck yeah. And, and, and shoot it, shoot your way and let you know, like, Hey, yeah, let me know what they did better. And then I'll maybe steal that idea too and improve mine. And then we all get better together. And that's how the community works. That's right. That's right. And even, and even if you don't, uh, ever touch snowball again, you can at, at least use the lessons you've learned from this and from the power loader. Uh, and from eventually cat bus and, and work on improving your next projects. So, yes, the thing I learned that was my favorite new skill, and I'm so glad I learned how to do this (laughs) because it's so much fun. Needle felting is an awesome hobby and I'm super obsessed with it now. Needle felting. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Admittedly. Needle felting is how I made the snowball dog from scratch. So felt, I know what felt is. I know what a mm-hmm. needle is. Uh, yep. How does that, how do those two come together uh, to build snowball? Okay. So needle felting is a hobby, which is essentially sculpting with wool. Okay. And what you do is you take loose wool and you stab at it <laughs> with a needle that is barbed on the side. And so if you look really close, it's got these little barbs. And what that does is it tangles the wool together and it dreads it, essentially. You're essentially just making one really thick dread. And the more you poke at it and stab it, the tighter your little ball of wool gets. 
Hmm. basically is the most realistic way to create an animal that looks really real. So I wanted Snowball to look really realistic and cutting fur fabric wasn't really going to do what I wanted to do. And it would have ended up. It wasn't cutting it. (laughs) It wasn't. Yeah, it was. It just, if I had made it a stuffed animal, it just wouldn't look right. And trying to glue on fur to a sculpture was not going to look very good. So needle felting was, was really the only option to create a solid, realistic, but still fluffy animal. What I started with was a styrofoam base. Okay. Yeah. And if there are needle felters listening, they're going to be like, you can't needle felt a styrofoam. And yes, that's true. <laughs> you can't you can't needle felt directly onto styrofoam. So I was conflicted because I was like, okay, so either I'm going to have to make this entirely with wool, which is going to take up an, a lot of wool and a lot of stabbing to make some a base that big, which professional needle felters do, and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have the time, so I needed a shortcut. So I took a styrofoam base and. I glued felt from Walmart onto the base. And then the felt, you know, those felt sheets that you get? Yeah, yeah. So I glued those to the base. And I tried to use not too much glue because you can't stab through the glue. It was kind of tricky um, to get it to stay, but also not to leave as much open area as I could. So that when I started stabbing into the felt, um, I could stab directly through the felt into the styrofoam. And if you start needle felting, you're going to know that if you do that, you're going to break a lot of needles. And I broke throughout the course of the entire snowball. I think I broke like eight or nine needles. <laughs> yeah. I would recommend starting with a very thick needle. And there were a few techniques that I used to try and get a large kind of felted base around the styrofoam so that when I started attaching the fur that it would actually stick. And it's not perfect. Some of the fur does kind of if you tug on it, it will come out. So so, so but it works. So don't so don't but tug it on it basically if, if I see it. Well <laughs> don't tug on it too hard until you get a really good base. Um, I would I just kept adding wool to the Walmart felt on top and I just kept needle felting the whole thing until I had a really good, essentially really thin woolen sweater that was really tight onto that styrofoam. And then from there I could build up on that, especially with the head. So the head was styrofoam and then the nose was, that's fully wool. Um, That that black nose is uh, fully wool? No, the black nose is thermoplastic that I sculpted and glued on. Yeah. Right. And the eyes are glass eyes that I ordered off the internet, now, and then now that's colored in a little do. bit darker with a sharpie. I, I could, I could, I could do the eyes of all of everything that you've done on this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the eyes are are basically the one thing that I, I know I'm capable of doing. Make, you make glass eyes? No, uh, I can I can buy them off of Amazon and glue. Oh. Them. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> well, that's the okay. extent of my crafting. Needle felting. I would say of the entire snowball cosplay, anyone can really learn how to do it if they follow the directions. 
but the needle felting of the face is the only part that takes actual what I would consider artistic skill. Because you, you, you have to it's, shape it's still the face. Sculpting. Yeah. yeah. There's no guide to do it exactly this to get this shape. You just got to kind of eyeball it. There was a point where I was working on the face and I was adding the final touches and it started to look way too real. And it was just staring at me the whole time. I was like, I don't know if I've created a monster. Uncanny Valley. I think I've gone too far. Uncanny like, is Valley. this great? <laughs> it was just like, it had, it, I didn't really mean it for it to have the kind of creepy stare that it has. It works because that's kind of in the character, but even I was a little surprised. I was like, Oh, this is kind of off putting. <laughs> As I'm staring at it, this head on a stick, yeah, which is what it was. It was a head on a stick. And and, and you wake up uh, in the middle like, of the night, and it's just staring at you. And yeah, it's moved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it moved in the middle of the night. I was like, I'm pretty sure I didn't put that over there. Wait, just and it was just it was a head on a stick for like three weeks while I was working on the body too. <laughs> uh, that's and then, yeah, so needle felting, super awesome actually way easier to figure out than you would think if you know how to sculpt you're gonna be able to needle felt it's it's a way easier medium to get a hold of than i ever thought possible and i'm a really big fan so for next year's megacon i think i'm gonna spend the rest of this year just in my free time making tiny little needle felted cute pokemon and then at next year's megacon i'm gonna hide them (laughs) in different places and see if people can find my little needle felted Pokemon. Your, that own, I your, places. your own little uh, version of Pokemon Go. Yeah, kind of, except less fun. <laughs> uh, le- less, um, maybe less walking around. And yeah, what's the opposite of Pokemon? Instead of you collecting Pokemon, I just drop them off. Like I abandon <laughs> Pokemon everywhere. <laughs> Pokemon abandon the next ex- expansion. Pokemon abandon. Yes. <laughs> uh, Poor, poor little but, Pokemon. Yeah, if you if you need a new hobby, seriously, needle felting it's super fun. And if you need a realistic looking animal for a cosplay, needle felting is the way to go. Um, it's also good for designing wool patterns on on different wool cosplays. Like I can't sew, but if you've got wool skirts or something that need you know cute little design and you don't want to embroider, needle felting it's awesome. That's it's, cool. Really relaxing, you're definitely going to stab yourself in the finger. <laughs> relaxing, stab yourself in the finger. Uh, make, yeah, make sure you have thick watch, needles. Yeah, I learned don't watch subtitled movies while you're stabbing regularly <laughs> with a sharp needle. That is. Watch, have something in the background that you don't need to look at because you. it's just, it's like if you work with woodworking or, or something hot, you're going to get cuts, you're going to get burned. I don't know a maker who hasn't damaged themselves at some point. It's, it's needle felting. You're just you're gonna stab yourself at some point. It's the mark of any good creator is, is yeah. hurting yourself. Uh, that's, yeah, like I've shocked myself. I'm I'm sure uh, on this microphone a couple times. That's yeah. that's a mark. I've got paint all over clothing that I wish I didn't have paint on. It's just it's part of the maker yeah. life. Your craft becomes you. I literally put blood, sweat, and tears into this cosplay. <laughs> Well, it is a extremely good cosplay, and, I, and I'm so glad that you were able to come on and, and talk to me about this. I, I know I hit you up 
couple weeks ago. You you posted it to our page, and we're like, yeah, let's oh, let's let's talk about it. I love to talk to you about it. Uh, and then for this that reason or whichever, uh, it, it took us a while. So I'm glad to finally sit down and talk to you. How can how can people check out more of what you've been doing? Uh, where can they find you? Um. Well, I've got my makeup page, which I guess I should now change to makeup and cosplay because I do both. Yeah. It's AllisonChaseMakeup.com. It's Allison Chase Makeup on Facebook. And my Instagram, which is mostly just pictures of my dog, <laughs> is AAChase1401. All right. Cool. And that, that's, oh, and I think I have a Twitter, but I have like 50 followers because I haven't ever used it. So I can't remember. I think my Twitter following is Allison Chase something. M-U, I think. M-U-A, Allison Chase, M-U. I don't know. I might put stuff on there, but I wouldn't (laughs) put that as a reliable thing. All right. All right. Well, if I I can find it, Allison Chase, M-U-A, I'll include it. Uh, no promises uh, I can convince anybody to follow because it's I, on there. I can't give anybody to follow us. But um, It's on there. It doesn't do much. Oh, did I? Um, yeah. So like the only thing that my Twitter ever came from is that Newt from Aliens said that she liked my costume from last Aww, year. Oh, yay. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's super. And Justin Rowland did actually Instagram me to tell me he liked this one. So that was pretty cool. Nice. That's that's. He seems like a chill dude. Uh, he he was just at Indie PopCon this last weekend, and he took a, bu- a bunch of pictures with some fans, and everyone's just like, he's just so nice. He's just so nice and chill. Yeah, my friend met him at an Adult Swim promo event, and she was like, he's really down to earth and cool. I was like, yeah, he seemed cool. I made a joke, and he said, ha ha. And yeah, it was great. We're like best friends now. So I just want to, I want to end it. I want to close it by saying how much I appreciate you coming on uh, and and talking to me, putting together that bitchin ass snowball cosplay. And I will say bitchin because I'm, was, I'm a child of the seventies, I guess, although Hmm. born in eighties, but whatever. Uh, But no, it's super, super cool. And I look forward to seeing what other, what other, what else you come up with. Because I, I think it's going to be wonderful. Yes. I hope people are excited for my not a mech suit costume next year. Because <laughs> most people are like, what mech are you doing next year? As if that's like my thing now. And it just was kind of a coincidence that I did two mechs in a row. And um, I have lots of different things on my list that I would like to try and cosplay next. That are not mech suits. No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I had like four people come up to me and be like, you should do this pink mech suit from Overwatch. And I'm like, I don't, I don't play Overwatch (laughs) and I feel weird cosplaying something that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Yeah. And that it, that is a badass uh, pink mech suit. Uh, There was also this cartoon back in the day called Exo squad that had some, uh, basically they they copied the, uh, the power loader kind of concept. Uh, Oh yeah. um, But, Mm. But uh, that's all good stuff too. But hey, yes. cat bus—that's what's next. Yeah, it'll be fluffy. <laughs> that's a that, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of wool if you're going to go that route. We'll see. I don't know. It's a year away. It'll probably change significantly in the design. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be the way easier one. 
It's already turning out not to be. No. I hope it doesn't get too complicated. Well, I'm sh- I'm sh- I'm sure you're going to do fine with it. And you know, all these all these different thi- these these thoughts that swirl through your head, all the different kind of things you're like, "Oh, okay, I could do it like this or maybe I should do it like that." What it does is it just ensures that you come up with a really good product. And uh because your heart is in it, I it it doesn't it doesn't fail. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Watch it. Yeah. I can make anything fail. Don't you put me in a box. Prove me wrong. (laughs) I can absolutely do that. Uh, All right. No, well, okay. I mean, it's going to, it's going to suck. Which, 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 which uh, I can challenge you either way. You let me know which one motivates you the best. Uh, I have no idea. It'll probably just depend. It'll be okay. Okay. It'll always be at least okay. The trick is just to be really delusional from beginning to end on what is actually possible to make. <laughs> and you'll always get way better than what you thought. Yeah, you got you got to set your sights high. Yeah. Get close yeah. get close to that sun, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was the interview with with Allison Chase. Uh you you can tell that she uh put a lot of work into the costume. Uh, she, she talks all about um, the felt, the felt knitting and 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 making the snowball. Like that was interesting to me. How I, I didn't even consider the whole uh, making the snowball face and the fur and and what that would consist of. Yeah, uh, ap- after she had posted on uh, our, our Facebook page, I went and looked at some of the videos she had posted for like the progress of yeah. of making that. And it is just incredible, like the amount of time it must take to yeah. like put all those like hairs through and like create like I just yeah hats hats off I I can't yeah it's really 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 impressive stuff yes 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 uh and the the thing that was so critical and you know when she talks about it is the whole moving snowball's head uh, using her own head and, and the trials and tribulations of that. I, I thought, I thought that was interesting to listen to, but, uh, yeah, you know, make sure to go to Allison Chase makeup on Facebook to, to see more of what she's done. Uh, we talked briefly about, uh, she did a, a power loader for aliens, uh, last year. Um, and she's trying to do cat bus this next year, uh, which, wow. uh, full disclosure, when she said that I, I, on my computer, I was like, I think what? I know what this is. What is a cat bus? Oh, is that like bus. a Totoro thing or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. Tra- got oh my. My. <laughs> I I nailed a pop culture reference, you guys. You heard, you heard it here cred. live. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, big thanks to Allison uh, for hanging out. Uh, it is it is now time to wrap up the show with wrap our final segment, uh, everybody's favorite. It's time for listener suggestions and short outs. Brandon, what do we have this week? Well, th- this this week we've got we've got some folks in in the uh, the stream tonight. We've got we got old old Omar Omar V as I, as I call him Omarv. He's he's listening, playing Destiny as he does. Uh, probably not actually paying attention to us, but periodically <laughs> looking over and being like, "What the hell is we're, we're shorting you out right now? We're distracting you from your game, Omar. <laughs> Pay attention to us." Uh, shout out to my wife Chelsea who created a Twitch account specifically for this stream. Uh, and the last yep. thing she said was Allison Chains. Uh, yeah, make make sure to subscribe uh, if you do nothing else tonight, <laughs> Chelsea. Please subscribe to us on Twitch. I love you, and I can't wait to see you. Uh, and then 
the uh, oh, Omar's listening. I don't think he's listening. I, I think don't know. He just periodically I think it's a says. Bot. I think Omar has a bot for, <laughs> for paying attention to our show. Yeah. Uh, we have one other short out, uh, and that is our pal, So Lucid. So Lucid. Uh, he, he's hanging out on our Discord, and uh, he's showing off a new mouse pad that he got, an Ooh. extra large mouse pad uh, that is very much Rick and Morty themed. It is... I want to say the same artwork that is on the inside of the season one DVD. Uh, I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> if only I had the DVD right here to be able to check. If 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 only if only. Let me. Uh, I'll I'll try to I'll try to zoom in. I'll try to zoom in and show it to the to the folks. It, that's a bad. That's a very bad picture. Uh, there's a keyboard. Yeah, yeah. you can see the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Here. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Travis. Season one Blu-ray. There it is, ladies and germs. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, it's ultra ultra big mouse pad, big enough to put your keyboard on it. Uh, Brandon, how do you feel about large mouse pads? <laughs> I'm for them. I'm for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love me a big mouse pad. So uh, congrats, Kevin, on on getting that sweet sweet mouse pad. Uh, see, we haven't forgotten about you. Uh, and. Uh, is it is it John Derek West? Did did I get that it, it, yeah, collection uh-huh. of of names uh, correct? Uh, Brandon used uh, the logo that he drew up for us. Uh, he put it on coffee mugs. This is my official podcasting mug now. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for the the pickle rific uh, artwork again, uh, John. We we we're putting it to good use. Uh, so so thank you to to all those folks and and thank you to you for listening for uh, watching on stream. And uh, hanging out with us. If you if you enjoy this this show, maybe maybe you're new to the podcast. Uh, head over to Apple Podcasts. Give us uh, a review, maybe if 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 you if you feel that way. A few stars, uh, any anywhere between one and five, we'd appreciate it. Uh, and if you are watching on a streaming platform, uh, whether that's YouTube or Twitch, uh, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any time that we go live. And uh, you can check out our other show, Apathetic Enthusiasm, that we do on the same channel. So, uh, I I did I did promise, didn't I, that I would talk about our our Twitch uh, link at the, at the end of the show. So so it is uh, Twitch TV slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. So that is not an, in, an interdimensional RSS URL. It is Twitch TV slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. If you want to follow along out there. All right, right on, right on, Travis. Well, uh, thank you so much for for being my my co-host on this this magic journey ride, this magic carpet ride of podcast, magic journey carpet. And thanks for sending me this microphone. Thanks to Road for the the microphone. Hopefully, yeah. I sound point seven percent better. Oh no, you than do. I sound, have. You do sound good. Yeah, no, this is great. This is great. Okay. We're, we're moving up in the world. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, so, so I, I, this is the last thing I want to say. I think that we are, uh, we, we've got till November still to do more episodes. Um, and, uh, I'm taking a little bit of vacation. Travis just take, took vacation. So he's now going to catch up on, on the actual home on the rest of my life. Uh, and, and frankly, um, we got to honor the, uh, the strong female characters in the show like summer. Uh, so, so, so it's time for us to take, a little summer break, uh, and and we will we will be taking a few weeks off uh, so that we can take care of some personal vacation stuff and also um, not completely bore you guys uh, with with some of the content that we're coming <laughs> up with. Uh, but as new uh, semi pertinent news pops up, or if there is any major announcements, we'll be sure to uh, rush back to our computers and and, and right. turn out a 
a special mini sode or something to uh, to stay current on those things. Thanks to everybody that continues to to listen to the show uh, over these breaks and and stick with us uh, over the last you know over a year as as we gear up for season four. Uh, but yeah, if uh, this might be a good time to go back and listen to some old episodes or or share share the show with uh, somebody that's never checked it out so that you can revisit it together with them. Or or help us establish a fundraiser to get us to Los Angeles in November for the premiere of whatever episode is is premiering. Patreon.com slash Rick and Morty Pod. <laughs> All right. Well, with that in mind, uh, thank you again, Unity. We appreciate you. And until next time, I am Brandon. And I'm Travis. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're out this we're out this bitch. <laughs>